Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio, coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, broadcasting out to hundreds of stations, hundreds of markets all over. North America, like San Diego, like Georgia, like here in Atlanta, like Miami, like like Detroit, like Boston, like Las Vegas. I, I can keep going, but I'm not. It's just too many cities. But thank you. Appreciate you. Shout out to everybody listening on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. People tuned in on Sirius XM channel 158. Smart speakers and just all that good stuff being joined by super producer and host dave shepherd he's holding it down on the boards in new york city it's been a real interesting night we've talked about the nba schedule release i said buyer beware you might buy a ticket and a player might not show up we talked about rob gronkowski giving us another joke about coming out of retirement i i that man ain't coming to play this season you can throw that out the window i just told you shannon sharp He's going to be moving to first take with Stephen A. Smith. He's going to do a couple of days a week uh, for the NFL season, so good on him. Uh, we also talked about, this is crazy, you know, O.J. Simpson. Nothing happened with him. He's just just a nutty dude living life on Twitter. Uh, we talked about Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan and the fact that Marcus says that they're preparing for a wedding. This is just nutty. And then Greg from Michigan, he just called us before the break. And he's just like, hey, Taylor Swift rejected the Super Bowl. Like she said, I'm not I'm not performing at the Super Bowl. We don't know the reasons why, but is it necessary for her to do so? That lady is selling out stadiums. It's her and Beyonce just all over America taking everybody's money. Hey, and by the way, a big shout-out to uh, Mike Gentile up on uh, the Fan 590 in Toronto, Canada. I joined him as a guest on his show uh, earlier this this evening, and uh, he asked me that question. Amongst many things, we had a great sports conversation, and he stumped me because he asked me who I would like to see at the Super Bowl. And I'm like, there are no no big mega pop stars at their peak. They're, they're limited. Like, we can think about K-pop. I don't know no uh, K-pop artists, but... Like, from America, it's Taylor Swift and Beyonce, and Beyonce's done it already. So uh, we'll, we'll get into that momentarily. We have callers here who've been waiting patiently. I want to talk to them, get their thoughts on some things, and then we'll, we'll talk some uh, Super Bowl halftime. I know it's a ways away, obviously. 855 212 cbs 
Robert's here from St. Louis. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Hey, JR. How you doing? I'm excellent. Great. Hey, I've got a question for you. Well, more of a statement. Hey, I think the most difficult, most underrated position in the NFL defensively is defensive defensive tackle. That guy, he is in the middle. He gets double team, triple team, and if he's any good, he gets triple team. He gets no sacks. He gets no tackles. He eats up the blockers for the linebackers. Underrated. Okay. I mean, well – why? Because he's he's doing work and he's, he's he's doing he's putting in he's getting his money. Now the best one that I can remember was Michael Carter. Team. He played. Uh, he won a silver medal in the 1984 Olympics, and he played for the 49ers. And he was uh, he was getting sacks and tackles at that position. So I'm just saying it's just one of the uh, positions that a lot of people don't talk about. And, you know, when I watch football, I kind of look at all of it, all the positions, but I kind of key on the defensive tackle in the 3-4 defense. So yeah, that's he's, all he's, in a, he's in the middle. He's typically uh, – there, there was a guy – oh, man, what was that dude's name? He played for the, the Panthers and the Jets. Oh, his name escapes me. Chris Jenkins. Think, yes, he was good too. Yeah, I like Trish Jenkins. You're right, man. Well, listen, if you're 6'4 and you're 340 pounds, then hey, you ain't going to play too many other positions, so go for that it. That is true. Hey, you know what? Who else was good? Was uh, Gilbert Brown, but he was in a 4'3 with uh, Reggie White in right. a, at uh, Green Bay. I remember but him in Green Bay. Guy. You can put in a nose tackle and play that position, too. Yeah, those dudes, are, they're basically bowling balls. and Basically. No, they're fun. Yeah. All right, well, Jay, shout out I, I just, Did you play football, Rob? Did you play? Yeah, I played when I was in high school. I played um, safety and cornerback. Oh, you were you out there running running after people? Okay, Robert. Yeah, I was running after people, and then after I got a pick, I was you being chased. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. All right, brother. Will you be well? Okay. Thanks, Jr. Have a good evening. You as well. Shouts to Rob showing love to the uh, three hundred pound plus dudes in the middle of the line. Getting double team. That's that was interesting for him for him to think of. You think about players being underrated and not appreciated. You think about running backs. You don't think about the defensive tackles, especially the ones who happen to be nose tackles. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Nick is here from Tennessee. What's up, Nick? Hey, good evening to you. Thank you for taking my call. Certainly. What's up? Well, uh, there's no Yankees fan in New York that's more of a diehard Yankees fan than I am. I eat it, uh-huh. sleep it, breathe it. And I can tell Sucks you this. You. The New York Yankees will never win another pennant as long as Brian Cashman is the general manager. He is the most overrated general manager in the history of baseball. He walked into what Gene Stick Michael built and the teams that have had his stamp really starting in 02. I know he became GM in 98, but... They didn't get the Cashman stamp till '02, when O'Neill retired, Martinez left, Brocious retired, all these guys left. Cashman stamp started. And going back to '02, 22 seasons, and 22 years counting this year, the Yankees have been number one, number two, or number three in payroll all of those years, two pennants. Cashman goes dumpster diving. He signs guys like Willie Calhoun, Jake Bowers, Billy McKinney, Franchi Cordero, who've been cut by three, four, five other teams. When a player's cut by another team, there's a reason. <laughs> you know, and when he's cut several times, and 
the direction of this team. He, Cashman's been given the keys to the kingdom, and he's ran the most recognized sports franchise in the history of sports into the ground. Nick, this, 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 it's even larger than that. Brian Cashman is easy to criticize because, as any general manager, you're going to have your hits and you're going to have your misses. And certainly, he has a checkbook. But to say he has the keys to the kingdom, I don't think is fair. Because the guy who makes the financial decisions is not Brian Cashman. The guy who makes the financial decisions, his last name is Steinbrenner. He sure ain't George, but it's Hal. Okay? And so when you talk about Brian Cashman going dumpster diving, we can certainly look at some of the contracts that he's handed out, regardless of how you feel about how Aaron Judge ended up with his contract with the New York Yankees. That ain't no small deal. You can look at Garrett Cole. It's, it's not a small deal. Now, having said that, Hal Steinbrenner has tried to stay under the luxury tax and has gone cheap. And so we can look up and down. And I broadcast Saturdays on WFAN in New York City. And I've been on WFAN for the better part of uh, off and on since 2018. And so I have this conversation quite frequently. People want to fire Brian Cashman. People want to fire Aaron Boone. But people don't have the larger conversation because it's not realistic. But it's the man up top who says you can spend this and you can't spend that and do this. The, the Yankees have cut payroll. We can talk about them being top one, two, or three over the past few years, and baseball has certainly changed, but they are avoiding repeater taxes and not spending just to get over the hump. And so the, the, the ferocity to go out there and compete for a championship, it's not there like when, when George was here. Yeah, he would have been firing everybody all over the place, but I don't think he'd be running around saying, oh, well, you know, we can't sign this dude. The Yankees had a chance, if they wanted to, to go ahead and offer Bryce Harper a contract. They did not. They, they've, had, they've had that opportunity with, with, with quite a few dudes. They have not. And so, yes, has Brian Cashman missed? Yeah, he has. He's also hit, okay? And when it comes to the money, it's the dude upstairs, Nick. I, I look at Steinbrenner, and nobody could do a damn thing about that. No, you're absolutely right. I agree with you on that. Hal Steinbrenner is an economics major, and he looks at success when he sees the spreadsheets and see the Yankees make hundreds of millions of dollars of profit. And I don't think he cares like his father did if they win right. the World Series or not. Yes, I would say so. He's not, he's not in the same space. And so it's just real easy. To, to look at the GM because he's a public face. It's real easy to look at Boone because he's even more of a public face every day on TV making moves for 162 games. But it really comes to, to upstairs, and they, they, ain't, they ain't moving. Not that much we know. Thank you so much, Nick, for calling from Tennessee. 855-212-4CBS. Becky is calling from Buffalo. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Becky. Hey, JR. Um, Becky from Buffalo. Love your show. Just wanted to reach out and let your audience know um, we lost a good one tonight. Um, you might be JR, but over here we have RJ and Rick Jenneret passed away today. Yeah, I just I heard that. Not even today. The news broke, uh, what, about an hour ago. Shep, Shep was just telling me about him before we went to break. Yeah, it's definitely big news over here. 
No, absolutely. How long was he up there with the uh, the Sabers? Uh, Fifty one years. Fifty. Well, damn, that's a long, long time. And so, for for the general audience here, what did you appreciate about Rick Generate? Um, the passion of hockey that he brought to our family. You know, he brought hockey alive. Um, hockey's been in my family from when I was a child all the way through my children, and just hearing his voice can bring tears to your eyes. Okay. Well, Becky, thank you. Thank you for sharing that that note with us, okay? Thank you. Have a good night. You as well, Becky. Have a wonderful night. A matter of fact, let's let's go to WIVB-TV as they remember Rick Jenner. Let's listen to this. Finally, in case you missed it earlier in the show, legendary Sabres broadcaster Rick Jenner has passed away. He was 81 years old. Rick was the voice of the Sabres, the heart and soul of hockey in this town for five decades. As we go to break, we leave you with this message from RJ Knight. I would say this to you. I have only three words, just three. I love you. That was nice, nice WIVB. Hey, Shep, this is my problem. I'm not, I'm not paying attention to broadcasters, man. Yeah, so he's, so Jr. He's, I mean, he's, he is a absolute legend, and and, you know, he started on the radio. Um, he just, he just paid his dues. He's one of the three hockey announcers in the sports history to be with a, a team for more than 50 years behind the mic. One of three wow. guys to ever accomplish that in the NHL history. So. Um. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he is an absolute legend. I know we throw that term out there a lot, but uh, you talk about a, an individual recognized by one community. When it comes to Buffalo, you think you know Jim Kelly, Josh Allen, uh, Rick Jenner belongs in that conversation as well. Okay, well, thank you, Shep. Eight five five two one two four CBS. It's eight five five two one two four CBS. Joe is here from New Orleans. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, JR. The show's great. You got the greatest producer ever. We love you down here in New Orleans. And uh, one of the great indicators of a great show is these people call in, not not including me because I I don't really have the knowledge. But some of these people that call in are just brilliant. And that guy Tom, he he should be on the radio. He's so smooth. But anyway, I, I got just a moment of jocularity because I'm old. Uh, in the movie Airplane, you remember Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he played the pilot. And the kid comes up to him and he goes, aren't you Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? He goes, no, kid. He goes, the kid goes, sure you are. Aren't you Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? He goes, no, kid. And the kid goes, my daddy says you don't play hard. And, and Kareem grabs the kid and goes, you tell your dad you try to have play against Walton and all these guys. And it was just going back to the fact that they don't try hard. It, it's the money. You can't ever work as hard as you can to make that kind of money when you got blue collar people all over the country. You know, it's just impossible. It's impossible for the athletes to work hard. Is that what you're saying? Because of the money? Never, never make anybody happy. It's just so much money compared to the working stiff. It's, it's unimaginable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I hear that, but I don't, I don't believe that every player has that attitude, 
We got dudes who make, and, and almost all of them, whether you're at the end of the bench or whether you are Damian Lillard or Jalen Brown and you're an exclusive company and you're on a $300-plus million contract, I think you have guys that, that, that still have a fire to go out there and compete regardless of the money. I, I, I don't know if I'd agree with that. In a general sense, yes. Uh, but I don't I don't think this is like, oh, I'm sleeping in uh, the most expensive sheets and I don't really want to go out and compete. I, I can't I can't label everybody like that. No, no, no. You you're right. You're right. But it, it's just listen, listen, I, I'm down here in New Orleans, but I tell you, I, I, I'm up from the northeast and you, you just can't make some some of the fans happy. You know what I mean? But I'll tell you this. We listen to you at night here and you make us happy. Because you're the best thing. You know, when that sun goes down, you're the best thing, man. You keep up the good work, and, and we love you, okay? Well, thank you, Joe. I appreciate you for calling from New Orleans. Okay, bye-bye. No, bye. That's nice. When the sun goes down, they love me. Hey, not the first person to say that. Oh, by the way, we have that scene from uh, from Airplane. Let's, let's listen to Kareem. Wait a minute. I know you. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You play basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm sorry, son, but you must have me confused with someone else. My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. You are, Kareem. I've seen you play. My dad's got season tickets. I think you should go back to your seat now, Joey. Right, Clarence? Oh, he's not bothering anyone. Let him stay here. All right, but just remember, my name is Roger Murdoch. I'm an airline pilot. I think you're the greatest, but my dad says you don't work hard enough on defense. And he says that lots of times you don't even run down court. And that you don't really try, except during the playoffs. The hell I don't. Listen, kid. I've been hearing that crap ever since I was at UCLA. I'm out there busting my buns every night. Tell your old man to drag Walton and Lanier up and down the court for 48 minutes. Yeah, it's a classic scene from Airplane. 855-212-4CBS. Jason is here from Tucson. What's up, Jason? Hey, JR. How you doing, buddy? Good. Uh, great show. Uh, you know, there's a lot of love being thrown at you tonight, so I'm going to go ahead and just... The reason I, I love your show is, like, I'm constantly yelling at my radio because I disagree with you a lot, but that's what makes your show great is that we, we can't do that, you know. So I, if I disagree, at least you're making good points and making me think about what what I had to say in those. So uh, thank you for that. Sure. But going on with, I got two things. Uh, Super Bowl halftime show. I don't know how anybody can say Metallica wouldn't be perfect. It's a, football is, you know, it's a man sport. It's a you know, middle-aged guy thing. So I think that would be the perfect band to set that off. You and think, I don't know, throwing Lady Gaga or somebody else's commercial be viable. You think the NFL is a, a middle-aged guy thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, uh, I think, from, like, 45 to 55, uh, maybe a little 20, older. 25 yeah, to 55? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think so. Uh, maybe even, but like, I think we're, we're, the major group, like, we're talking about yep. the Super Bowl halftime show. It's it's not for men fifty or twenty five to fifty five. It's for for everybody. No, but I'm, I'm just, no, I, and I it, it, it's not. They're not uh, they're not making it for that. 
but this is the predominant group of people who are watching. We'll throw, the whole we'll throw out whoever you think the NFL demographic is. The Super Bowl demographic is every human being in the United States yeah. of America who has a television. You have a, the vast right. majority of people watching the Super Bowl. They don't. They don't. They ain't watching seventeen games. You know, every 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 week. No, they watch. They watch the commercials. You know, a lot of people watch the commercials more than the actual game. I get that. But the people who do support it year round, I think they should throw some chicken bone and put it on Metallica. Nah, well, that's <laughs> that's that's your opinion, but that's not. I mean, that's of course, why. That's all. Now let's like why why have Beyonce or whoever the, the weekend like what the hell does the weekend have to do with the NFL nothing but I didn't even ma- know who that was man. well that's that's fine but there's a good majority of people in America who who will watch the weekend and that's why they threw them on the, the halftime show and I, and I understand what you're saying that's why they're doing it but what I'm saying is is the people who are loyal and support it year round is our demographic is it's middle aged men. And that's the stuff that we like. Yeah, you know? I mean, look, of course, it's, a, it's, a, it's obviously more diversified than that. That just right. you know, Metallica. But that's what I'm saying. It's guys a... who like rock and roll. But this, right. it's, they're one of the biggest bands in the world, and uh, they've been doing it for a long time. And I think they would be killer, especially if like you threw in like you know they do the special guests. Yeah, I, I hear you, Jason, but that's that's not the NFL. They ain't trying to throw nobody a bone. They're trying to to entertain yeah. as, as many people as, as possible. Like I I ain't mad. I don't care who performs at, at at halftime. You know, it could be Metallica. I know a couple of years ago, Chris Martin and Coldplay did it, and so yes, they, they're always swapping out the act always swapping out the genre. I mean, it's just, but it's not to appease to the hardcore NFL fan. Ain't throwing nobody a bone. The sponsor is trying to have as many people watch as possible. That's it. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side of the break. I'm going to think about who the hell here needs to, uh, I don't know who needs to do halftime. I, I got no clue. There ain't no big Who's a huge star? I don't know. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, great show. I listen to you every night. One of the best broadcasters around. Really are in tune of what, uh, what's happening in uh, professional sports. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. <sighs> the Browns. The Eagles, they played a preseason football game tonight. They tied at 18. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, for anyone interested in uh, Deshaun Watson's backup, another solid game. 13 of 25, rushed for uh, 18 yards, and not, not overly exciting, didn't turn the ball over. So good on him. Uh, 
there was no Hurts, there was no Watson. So there you have it. Let me know when the uh, the real games start. 855-212-4CBS. Before we went to break, it was brought up that Taylor Swift rejected playing at the Super Bowl halftime show uh, this upcoming February in Las Vegas. And I, I got no clue who, who can perform. Like, to really think about, like, megastars, like, we don't have megastars the same way, okay? Beyonce's done it before. Uh, Taylor Swift has gone out there and done it. They're not going to import one of these uh, K-pop bands or whatever. So, like, what's a what's a mega group? Who's a megastar? We don't have the giant megastars. Like, Drake ain't performing at no halftime. Somebody like Usher isn't big enough. We, we've seen Coldplay and I don't know. Has Elton John performed? I don't know. Throw him out there. Andrew is calling from Winston-Salem. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Andrew. Hey, what's up, JR, man? How Good are you? Good to hear you, man. Thank you. Oh, I'm great, man. I know, I know you are, too. Well, um, I just wanted to uh, respond to the previous caller, uh, Jason. Um, you know, he was talking about Metallica, and they're definitely aggro male, and it is a, you know, testosterone uh, influence sport. Uh, we've had, you know, people in the past that, well, I don't think everybody's always been on board with because everybody has different musical tastes. And I think that's fair. What do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, that's, I think that that's, that's a given and a granted. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cut and dry. So, uh, what I would say is if I had to pick a group right now, I would probably say maybe the Foo Fighters would be a good one um i think there's other acts you can go to but it's kind of like you were talking about before there's no mega superstars i mean if i had it my way if uh mca was still alive i'd want the beastie boys yeah i hear you now have did the beastie boys have never popped up even as as one of these medleys from 30 35 years ago right you know, my favorite my favorite performance ever at the the Super Bowl was Michael Jackson, and I think Prince is right up there too. But you know yeah. what? Even Prince, Michael Jackson, for all their splendor and magnitude, they're not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. Well, no. Well, um, to, to your point, there there is never going to be a consensus because everybody has musical taste, so it's different musical taste. So you just throw that idea out the window. But uh, it's 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 tough. Like, okay, Rihanna did it last year, and she was pregnant, okay? Before that, you had a, a hip-hop medley led by Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. The Weeknd performed. Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. Uh, Maroon 5, Justin Timberlake, Lady Gaga, Coldplay, Katy Perry, Bruno Mars, uh, Beyonce. It was 2013 when Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl. It feels more recent. Madonna did it. Black Eyed Peas, The Who. I remember that when The Who did it. And Prince, The Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, Bruce Springsteen, Tom Petty. It just, it goes on and on. I just, I have no idea who you would plug in now. None. Zero. Gene, or John, is calling from Buffalo. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? What's up, JR? This is Gene. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. What's up? 
So I think who I think should perform on the halftime show is the Michael Jackson of this generation. And I think that's Chris Brown. You you understand that's not happening, right? Give me your give me your thoughts on it. Did you you heard what I said? Yeah. Okay. Hey Shep, is is today four twenty? Oh no, it's it's August eighteenth. Correct. Okay, it's not four twenty. He could still be smoking, right? Probably. Jr. Yeah. Uh. Our boy Kevin from Louisville, man, he's got an interesting idea. Does he? And can I, because the reason I say that is I've never seen this before. I've never seen these two people perform before, and they might be the two biggest musicians on planet Earth. And it's ironic that they have not performed together before, considering who they are with each other. Okay. Okay. Kevin from Louisville, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? JR, how are you, my brother? I'm good, and you? I'm doing real good. Right. Uh, just been watching the grandbaby and uh, can't get out much, but when I do, I listen to Jr. So the Super Bowl thing—you gotta have the man and his wife, Jay Z and Beyonce, on there. Then you gotta have Eminem, and then uh, Eminem, the wife and oh them, the who? I'm sorry. The wife? What happened, Kevin? Kevin, you were out to something with Jay-Z and Beyonce, but then you're talking Eminem and Kim? Yeah. Uh, Kim who? Kim no, 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 no. You've got to have Alicia Keys on the piano. I thought Alicia yeah. Keys, hasn't she Hasn't she performed that? Then she played a piano, not solo, but she's done it before, right? Yeah, but to have them out there, not necessarily Eminem, but I'd love to see... Uh, Alicia Keys on the piano, Jay-Z and Beyonce, and have, uh, golly, DeRoe. <laughs> Come on, J.R. DeRoe. I listened to that today working out. DeRoe. Ice the cream rapper? Job. Yes. Oh, my God. Really? How the hell do you know who that is? It's a throwback, but God dang, I listened to DeRoe today. I'm like, wow. Damn, Kevin, I'm like I did not. Out. I did not expect you to say that, man. No, not wow. the bro. <laughs> and nobody knows yeah, who the I hell did, he is. I know I who he that. is, but I'm I didn't expect you that. Know, I did man. say that, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Kevin. Appreciate you, man. Well, I hope you're doing all right, man. I, I ain't got no complaints. Like, I'm good. I love that. You know what I'm cooking this weekend? Brisket? Nope. Some fat-ass wings on the grill. What is a fat-ass wing? Fat. Uh, well, it's a... Uh, wing that's actually got some meat on the bone oh like, like uh, oh, okay. big wing big wings and i smoke about i don't know probably 30 40 of them and make some barbecue sauce and do it and you, you listen to daryl wise you ain't coming too, up right? i know you ain't coming up but i love you still i love you and dave you're super you have the best sports radio show well thank you the only one I listen to, other than you. Uh, okay, let's, let's I don't, leave it there, I'll Kevin. listen to the other. I love All you. All right, let's I'll... let's let's be nice. I appreciate you, Kevin. I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right, take care, bro. Enjoy them wings. Yes, enjoy the wings. You you could you could say nice things to me. We don't have to, you know, not say nice things to anybody else.
Hey, Shep, Alicia Keys, she didn't do halftime. What'd she do? What? Yeah, she did the uh, national anthem. I believe it was 2013. So I didn't know this, but Dexter Henry told me what? that Jay-Z, and I don't know why I don't know this. This should have been bigger news, that they actually have performed together. Because yeah, let's the, be, yeah. on the, They had a whole tour, on the run I didn't, tour. Yes. I didn't know that. Two of them. Yep. Two, two, two on the run tours. I, I was at one. Yeah, on the run tour. They, they performed together. Hey, Shep, you didn't listen to the album? Clearly, I did not. I, I mean, like, like I it think it was about of, him cheating and her threatening him. That's it. Wait a minute. Jay Z said basically wait. said I cheated. I'm sorry, and she's threatening the guy. Okay, that's, I, that's what it is. I, I don't mean I don't be I do not mean to be offensive nor flagrant here, Jr. Right. Jay Z looks the way he does. Whoa. Beyonce, <laughs> I'm being real about this. Oh, Beyonce, you got the emails now, Chef. Be, well, well Dexter, emails. Beyonce looks the way she does. Beyonce to this day would break necks. That is how beautiful she is, even at 40-something. And Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce? Jay-Z's a billionaire. Doesn't matter. It's Beyonce. She's Helena Troy, and that's doing Helena Troy a compliment. Well, that tells all you need to know there, Shep, is that uh, infidelity is not always about looks. It's it's a lot more than that. It's not that black and white. No, you know what, gentlemen? No, the the, the expression goes, you tell me... um, a guy who's been with a model for a year, and I'll tell you a guy who's been tired of, you know what, a model for six months. I don't buy into that for one second, okay? Yeah, but he's, he's, yeah. Uh, he's a, he, he was even when they got together. They've been together for the better part of, of, of almost 20 years doesn't, plus. Doesn't matter. It, 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 she, Beyonce is one of the no, most— No, no, be- I'm not saying that. They've yeah. been together before he was a billionaire. They've been together since she was a growing artist, since she was in a group. And so my, my point is, it's not necessarily about the money. It's about the, the, the power and the influence. And so from his perspective, I mean, the guy, is, he's one of the most successful people in the country. He's now a billionaire. I mean, is it, is it really a shock? I don't care who's dating anybody. Is it a shock that anybody cheats on anybody? I think the answer is no. If I'm dating Minka Kelly. That's you. Okay, or. That's you. I, that's. It's you. Or Megan Goody or Kerry Washington. There's certain there, uh, to me, there are certain women that are timeless. You said Megan make oh Megan Good? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know I had a conversation one day with Megan Good and this is I'm 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 serious as hell. Right. I had a whole conversation with Megan Good one day about her uh, this is crazy as hell. We were talking about she has a cat. <laughs> And the, she has one of these hairless cats. The cat is bald. Sure. It's it's like one of these, um, uh, is it a, like an Egyptian cat? And it's bald. And I'm standing there in the studio. Me and her had a conversation for five minutes about her cat. Well, did you make your move? No. She okay. was dating, um, and now she's with uh, Jonathan Majors. But at the time, no, she was dating, uh, 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 she was married, I think, to, uh, a pastor. Okay, so that would have been the wrong time to make a move. That I got you. Tom. No, right, I, I got you. But, nah, I don't but, want to but, talk but, to but you get my point, though. It, it like and, and listen, Beyonce. I mean, no, I don't. She, well, there are certain. I, listen, no one. My should point cheat is everybody. Anywhere. My point right. is every and anybody could get cheated on. I don't care who you are. I think that shows horrible judgment that Jay Z would cheat on Beyonce. And for the life of me, how are those two still together? If that's the case. Hey, they 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 work things out. I'm with I'm Team Jr. on this. Any. I'm not promoting it, but anybody can. It can happen to anybody. Yeah. I think we like to think idealistically. Listen, Beyonce is a beautiful woman. 
right? We think idealistic it can happen, but I think JR is onto something. Not onto something. He's making a good point. Money, power, influence, it's changed the game. You, Shep, may feel the way where you are now, and I might feel the way I'm now, and JR might feel the way that he is now, but if we were in Jay Z's shoes, I could, who am I to say? Well, I mean, is Beyonce like Hillary Clinton all of a sudden? Like what she does just does well, she just does whatever's what, popular for her husband because you know that protects the country. Like that's nah, why Hillary. Just, I, that's why I Hillary stayed with Bill. That's why Hillary stayed with Bill. If Hillary had any backbone, in my opinion, she would have left. She would have yeah, left that marriage. Jay, I'm sorry. I'm sure Beyonce and Jay Z they love each other, and so they're still together. Yeah, Jay Z really knows uh, how to show that. Hey, they, had, they they gave us good music after all that. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, we got, made a, we got he, he made a, and four four yeah. four. Yeah, he yeah. made a whole uh-huh. album apologizing. Okay, Jay Z was making great music with Beyonce. He was also great, you know, making great music with other female parties. So it's I'll, I'll put wow. it that way, Jr. Wow. Who? who? Wow. Jay Z. Foxy Brown. <laughs> well, whoever apparently he cheated on with. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But. Well, this one a place I never thought it would go, Jr. <laughs> I never thought it was going here. Yeah, well, this, uh, the things you talk about. Hey, how about that? Beyonce's done the Super Bowl, and Jay-Z, I think, is executive producer now, I believe, of it. 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, I would just like to say you are the most level headed and coolest sports radio host in the world, man. I love listening to your show. I always get off around this time of night. Always love to hear your takes. You're always a really cool customer, man. I appreciate your show, bro. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. On CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, we're talking about Jay-Z, and Jay-Z plays in the background, of course. And it's Super Bowl halftime show. That's what he produces now. Now, we heard that Taylor Swift uh, turned down the opportunity to perform at the show and got a lot of opinions on that. And I got to tell you, there's an NBA player. He ain't going to be performing at the Super Bowl. But he actually is releasing a full album. And that's that's Damian Lillard. It, he he was just in Hollywood doing a, a preview of his album with other celebrities. And he made it clear that he's just not some NBA player doing music. Like, he's, he's a real artist. Listen to what Damian Lillard had to say. I'm not just an athlete that does music. And one of these dudes that's, oh, he's the best rapper in the league. Like, I'm a real artist. You know, like a lot of this stuff, we we put time into it. We care about it. Um, I've been doing this before I was in the league. When I was in college, we was doing mixtapes. When I was in high school, we came out to our own music. Okay. And Damian Lillard, the, the name of this album that I'm, I, I mean, maybe, maybe I ain't in no rush to listen to. And I'm, I'm to be honest, I'm not interested. I could care less. But I, I'll listen. Well, maybe not. I don't know. It's called Dame Dollar. This is his fifth album. He has a label, Front Page Music, by Damian Lillard. And so uh, if you are interested, you can listen to Damian Lillard with Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. And uh, I'll, I'll listen to listen, but I'm not. I ain't jumping through hoops. I can't remember the last time I jumped through a hoop to listen to anybody. 855-212-4CBS. 
It's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, what do we got here? Larry is calling from Colorado. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Larry? Hey, man. What's up? I've spoken to you a couple times before about different things and listen to this music thing. I really think they just get, should get a local variety band, let them get out there and play the music and just blow it away. Okay. Okay. In Vegas. That's my okay, take sure. on that. Okay. Yeah. Because I've heard everybody's take on all the different artists. And it just kind of like the one guy, the one dude said, it's really based upon your like of music. You know, who do you want to hear? And, and that's what it really comes down to. Just, so just play something that everybody loves. There is, that's the, there is nothing. There is nothing that everybody loves. So whoever they pick, exactly. people, should just, people should just not care. But go ahead. What else you got? Right. That's that's my point right there. Okay. Because everybody well, will do whatever they want. Okay. I was calling you about the Bears, the Chicago Bears. Okay. Okay. I've heard of them. And yep. You heard of them? I, I'm glad you heard of them, okay? And I've spoke to you a couple times before, and really, what's your take? I mean, not everybody's opinion, not the media's opinion or any of that. Well, hold on, what Larry. What is your take? La- Larry, what? Larry. Go hold- ahead. Talk, man. Yeah, hold on, Larry. I, I sit here I for... I will. Well, I'm, I'm trying to tell you something. As a matter of fact, hold on. Here you go. We're up against the break, Larry, so you, you got to wait anyway. You kept saying you talked to me instead of just actually getting to the point. Now you're telling me you want my opinion, not everybody else's. Hey, I sit here five nights a week. You know whose opinion I give? Mine. <laughs> not anybody else's, mine. We don't need the, the preface and the preamble. What do I think about the Chicago Bears? I've talked about it here on the show. What happens with Justin Fields? I hope that he can take a big step forward, especially with the weapons that he has. Unfortunately, one of them now with Chase Claypool, he's hurt. I think the Bears will be be fine. They can't be losers like they were last season. It can't get any worse. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.